0: On today's show, VW's profit margins are dropping the ABCs of autonomous terminology, and Ford starts testing a diesel for the F-150. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for March 12, 2015. Volkswagen AG reported its financial earnings for 2014, and on the face of it, the numbers look good. Sales hit 10.1 million vehicles, revenue hit 202.5 billion euros, and profits grew to 12.7 billion. And yet, VW's profit margins are declining. They were down at the Volkswagen brand, at Audi, at Porsche, and at Bentley. You know, this was not supposed to happen. Three years ago, VW, with much fanfare, announced its MQB program of platform sharing that was supposed to cut costs by 19 billion euros by the end of the decade. But when those cost savings didn't show up last year, VW announced a new program to cut another 5 billion euros. That involves dropping slow selling models and eliminating certain build combinations. So the savings are not coming from efficiencies, but from taking an ax to the portfolio. On paper, the MQB program looks really good, but it requires a massive upfront investment, and it looks like it's turning out to be a very expensive way to cut costs. Like American car buyers, consumers in South Korea aren't exactly rushing out to buy electric vehicles. Wards reports that the government projected that EV sales would hit 60,000 cars last year, but fewer than 1,200 EVs were sold. This year the sales target is 80,700, but that's unlikely to happen despite generous government giveaways of $13,500 per car and a robust network of charging stations. The Kia Soul is the top-selling EV in the country, and the automaker was the only company in South Korea to beat its EV sales forecast. In other EV news, Toyota's recalling 2,500 RAV4 EVs in the U.S. because of a problem with the propulsion system that might cause the vehicle to shift into neutral, which of course results in a complete loss of drive power. Toyota dealers are responsible for fixing the problem, but the company confirmed to Bloomberg that Tesla supplied the components that have the problem. Those two companies ended their collaboration last year. Still to come, now there's an app to protect your rims. Ford starts testing a diesel for the F-150. And are you up to speed on autonomous terminology? AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. I can only imagine the empty pit-of-the-stomach feeling that you get walking out to find your car looking like this. And with a set of rims capable of fetching up to $3,000, it's no surprise they're getting snatched by thieves. But a new company by the name of RimTech is hoping to prevent this from ever happening again. Its device is inserted in a tire, although it doesn't show how, and it's linked to your smartphone through an app. If a tire is tampered with, the owner is alerted, an alarm is sounded, and the police are called. It's a two-stage alarm, so no false police reports. RimTech hopes to launch its $300 device in October by crowdfunding it through an Indiegogo campaign. Say, are you up to speed on your autonomous car terminology? You're going to start to run into these terms more frequently. So here are the definitions used by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration that pretty much everyone else is starting to use. And here it goes. A level zero car is exactly what it implies. That's a car with zero autonomous technology. A level one car has some basic controls, such as electronic stability control and pre-charged brakes. Level 2 cars have adaptive cruise control and lane centering, for example. Level 3 refers to vehicles with semi-autonomous technology, such as traffic jam assist and forward collision warning with full stop. And Level 4 cars have full autonomy that don't need any driving input from a human being. If you haven't heard of these terms before, chances are you're going to start to hear them a lot. Coming up next... Forget about batteries, fuel cells, or even pistons. We're going to show you balloon power. And Ford starts testing a diesel for the F-150. Hey! Did you have a good nap? The Firestone Destination LE2. Tough enough to handle anything the road throws at you, and you throw at it. Durable, dependable, Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Mustang sales in the U.S. were up 32% last month, and things are continuing to look bright for the global pony car. Ford says nearly 1.1 million people have configured a Mustang on websites throughout Europe, And more than 18,000 Chinese consumers have signed up to take the car for a test drive. And in other Ford news, we have it on very good authority that Ford is starting to test a 3-liter V6 diesel engine in the F-150 for the 2017 model year. Ford placed its bets on aluminum and its EcoBoost engines, but the fuel economy numbers have not exactly impressed anybody. And undoubtedly, Ford is watching the amazing sales success Ram is having with its V6 diesel. Late last year, Ram raised its diesel sales target to 20% of sales. Last month, they hit 25%. You know, the days of a Pinewood Derby have certainly come a long way. For this year's Fluor Engineering Challenge, kids from grades K-12 through are asked to make a balloon-powered car. Out of a few CDs, some balloons, straws, pencils, paper clips, paper, and tape. The idea is to see how much weight, in the form of pennies, that the vehicle can carry across the finish line. Students can build and test their creations anywhere. And if submitted, they've got a chance to win $1,500 for their school. Just get those in- entries in quick, because the deadline is this Sunday. And that wraps up today's show, but hey, be sure to join us for Autoline Line After Hours Later. Our guest is Tad Juctor, chief engineer on the Corvette. Maybe we'll find out if they ever plan to make a mid-engine one. But anyway, that does wrap up today's report. Thanks for watching.